0: Welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. Historically, the best forecasters have been able to do consistently is recognize that we are in a recession once we are actually in one. To preemptively determine its onset has riddled economists for decades. Yet, NAR's Lawrence Soon called a recession in August when he said, In terms of economic impact, we are surely in a housing recession. A housing recession? And what does that mean, and then why are we afraid of it? A recession as defined by Oxford is a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced. This is generally defined by a fall in GDP for two consecutive quarters. This definition has then been further clarified by the National Bureau of Economic Research to a significant decline in economic activity that spread across the economy and lasts more than a few months in depth, diffusion, and duration. If you look up a housing recession in Oxford, the term doesn't exist. But it does exist because we feel it. NAHB, the National Association of Home Builders, called a housing recession when their home builder sentiment survey dropped below an index of 50, marking the industry as contracting. NAR's Lawrence Yoon called it a housing recession when existing home sales declined for six consecutive months. With DMAR's August data release, Denver Metro's existing home sales have now dropped for the last four months consecutively. Other data points in this month's DMAR market trends report confirm our slowing housing market. I mean, active listings, while almost double last year, they've started their seasonal downward slope towards December by dropping 5.7% month over month. New listings peaked a few months early this year, dropping another 18.5% this month. Median and average home prices have also seen a steady slowdown. From well over 20% earlier this year to 6.8% average and 8.5% median year-over-year increase in August. Days in the MLS grew from 6 median days to 11 and close to list dropped to 99.41%. There's no denying it's a slowing housing market. But is it recessionary? I mean, I'm reminded of the pirate ship at Six Flags. One of my favorite rides as a kid. And you'd swing as high as you could, feeling your stomach up in your throat, only to come down and hit the opposite side just as hard until eventually it slowed and returned to the center. These last two years have been that. A wild, unsustainable ride, leaving us today with that sinking feeling. Recessionary? Year-to-date, new listings and home sales are behind 2018 and 2019 by approximately 8%, showing that both sellers and buyers are moving slower, not just than the pandemic frenzy, but also the pre-pandemic seasonality. The slowing has come primarily from the rapid rise of mortgage interest rates, increasing the monthly cost to purchase. August saw more than its share of volatility. I mean, we started the month celebrating with a 4.99 only to see Jackson Hole's meeting rattle the markets and end the month pushing the 10-year Treasury yield up to 3 and a quarter and the 30-year fixed mortgage rate to 5.99. This slowdown, while not over yet, will probably not be long-lasting. Fed Chair Jerome Powell noted on several occasions during his eight-minute speech that pain would come for both households and businesses, claiming that it's the unfortunate cost of reducing inflation. Inflation, many would say, went uncontrolled for too long, while consumers could not consume fast enough at the artificially held low interest rates. I mean, think of a child you fed Tootsie Rolls to for over an hour to keep him quiet during your very important meeting. I mean, how justified is the pain that that child ensues as he works his way off the sugar rush? Justified or not, inflation must be tamed and it will cause pain. But that pain is relative. It's relative to the specific household and the specific industry. I mean, here in the Denver real estate market, there were 6,939 homes for sale on August 31st, double what we had in 2021. Still 25% more than 2020, but 25% less than 2019. We still haven't crossed that measure. Inventory is still historically low for the cyclical demand Denver sees, as evidenced by 1.6 months of inventory. Nationally, inventory has not even recovered to the 2020 levels yet. I mean, this low inventory will wane as the year finishes, entering into 2023 with another opportunity for bidding wars and pricing pressure. For that to happen, however, we will need to see interest rates settle and start to drop as the economy slows into its recessionary period. So far, the economy is holding on, with manufacturing still expansionary, consumer spending still up 0.1%, 315,000 jobs created, low unemployment of 3.7%, it ticked just slightly up, 11.2 million job openings, and jobless claims holding extremely low. ADP's August employment report also showed pay increases nationwide for those who stayed on their job by 7.6% and up for 16.1% for those who got new jobs. Consumer sentiment even increased this month by 13% due to a 59% surge in the year-ahead outlook for the economy. Consumers are feeling good about inflation getting tamed, jobs secured, and a quick economic recovery. All of this comes back to defining a housing recession. Lawrence Yoon said it best. It is a difficult market for those selling homes and for home builders, but homeowners continue to accumulate housing wealth from rising home prices. I will concede to a definition of a housing recession by slowing sales cycle, but with builders not building, homeowners locked into rates not likely to be seen again, and baby boomers aging in place, inventory will not right size for a very long time, if ever. This lack of inventory will keep home prices increasing. Over $27 trillion in homeowner equity will keep homeowners from having to sell at a loss. Wage increases will keep buyers able to purchase. And right now, right now, while interest rates are high and buyers are scared, first-time homebuyers have an opportunity to negotiate their way into homeownership. I am blessed to work with hundreds of clients every single month who are looking for financial stability, hope, and prosperity. This can be achieved through real estate. Homeowners today are not in a recession. Well, until next time, this is Nicole Ruth with the Ruth team. Now, the proud and excited newest member of the One Trust Home Loans family. It's my pleasure to keep you updated. You've been listening to the Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit thedoublecommaclub.com and subscribe.